Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Give a cup of to Jesus. give a of to Jesus. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. We give Him all the glory. This morning, quite a number of things I would like to be sharing with you. Glory to Jesus Christ. And so I want all of us to just make sure that we are connected in spirit and we are attentive all through the service. Because I believe that God is going to speak a word to us. And God is going to show us what we need to know to be able to see His glory in this year. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. So the word of God comes to give us comfort. The word of God comes to give us direction. The word of God comes to give us hope. Are, are we together? The Bible tells us about time, even in the book of Habakkuk. And Habakkuk spoke about a time when there seemed to be no harvest. When time when even the animals in their farms were not producing for. A time when their plants were not bearing fruits. He said, I do this on them. He has to give God praise. Yes, give God praise. And then he said that as he continued to praise the Lord, the Lord lifted him up and caused him to run inside this. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that the place of God's word, the word of God has a place in every circumstance, in every situation. And there's something I realize about God. He never does anything without his word. Everything is on the premise of his word. Without his word, nothing else. I will say that he has lifted up his word above all and sin. Hallelujah. So no matter the identity of God that you may think you know, there's nothing higher than the word of God. And so when you hear God's word, it positions you in the high dimension of glory. Glory to Jesus Christ. I said glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. This one else is going to show you a few thoughts and then we will pray. Then we are going to get Amen. Yeah. 
Bible. Spending time with your Bible, every day, reading one chapter, two chapters, three chapters, some verses within the day. It should be a normal part of your life. We are entering into a time when it's as though reading the Bible is for some spiritual people or for some pastors or some people want to prove or show themselves that they are spiritual. But no, it is wrong. It is wrong for the Christian and for the child of God. Studying the word of God, reading the Bible is actually part of our foundations. It's part of what establishes us as Christians. If you are a Christian, you should have it should be a normal part of your lifestyle to spend time reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. Because the Bible is our anchor. The Bible is our rock. The Bible is our foundation. And when the foundations are destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Are we together? When the foundations are destroyed, what shall the righteous do? In the book of Matthew chapter number seven. You read from the word of the Master Jesus from the verse 25, uh, 24 downward. You see Jesus talking to his disciples and he says that are those who hear these things of mine, those who hear my word, so you must make time to hear his words. He said that this one I would like unto a wise man that built his house upon a rock. He builds his house upon a rock. When you hear the words of Jesus Christ and you do them, it is like building your house and not building it on sand or not building it on something that will be here today and tomorrow will not be there, but building it upon a solid rock, a strong foundation. Tell somebody a strong foundation. A strong foundation. A strong foundation. Now, let me give you a little background about this. In Israel, even when you go there today, I've been there, whether you believe it or not, I've been there. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you can travel anywhere, whether in your dream, in your mind, in your vision, and your body, you are still traveling. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. All of these days, we'll get a, a big jet and all of us will go and come. What do you think? Wow. You like that, wouldn't you? Uh, or some of you don't travel. Some of you don't have ID cards, you don't have passports. They are going to get a passport in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. When you go to Israel, Israel, a lot of Israel is a desert place. That's why Israel is a wonder to the world. For them to be given an exporting at the altar of Buddha is a strange mystery because Israel, most of Israel is a desert place. When we go this war that they are fighting in Gaza and all of those things, all those places they are they are, they are, they are desert places. They are desert places. And now, for actual desert, when you are taking, what you are taking mostly is not. Mostly is not. So, when you are able to dig, 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 and you go very deep into the sand, that is when you go and find solid rock. So, with Jesus talking about them building their house upon the rock, he was talking about them, he was, what he meant to say was that when you are building your house upon the word of God, it is deeper than living an ordinary life. It is deeper than living a life that is based on your own opinions. It is deeper than living a life based on the concepts of human beings. So, because the word of God is narrow. When you are living your life based on the word of God, it is as though you are digging deep, deep, deep into the ground. And so he said that when you don't hear these things of mine, you are 
like the fool who builds his house on the sand. Because the sun is always lifted. Are we together? And whatever there is a strong wind, oh, you, you know when you are building on the sun, it will go up faster. Are you understanding me? It will go up faster. You don't even have to do much. That the house is built, it is roof, everything is set. But you see, the foundation has a problem. The foundation has a problem. So with every wind, with every storm, that house can come crashing down. Is that that is how if we don't live our lives on the word of God, our Christianity can crash down just like that. So what advice that Jesus gives us? He says that let your life be based on my word. Let your life be based on the words of Scripture. Let your life be based on the truth that I have made available. Many men can live by different opinions. You know, when you go on social media, in fact, I've realized that I shouldn't try social media. I shouldn't try social media. Because anything you are looking for, you can get on social media. Anything, any advice. If you want advice to wear slippers, you get it on social media. To not wear slippers, you also get it on social media. To marry, you get it on social media. Not to marry, you also get it on social media. To have friends, you get it on social media. To not have friends, too, you also get advice. And it all sounds like good advice on social media. In fact, the strangest one that I discovered last year was somebody said that she doesn't bath a sponge. She said that bath a sponge is not necessary. In fact, in fact, that the idea which you have in my phone, it's becoming too much. I said that for 10 years now, look at her, she has no practice for you before. This is it. This is Now, I said, now, these people have given up on them now. I've got a strategy. So, you can live your life based on many, many different opinions. There are some who live their lives based on what their friends say. There are some who build their marriages, their relationships based on advices from friends. Or a friend says that, hey, when your husband talks to you this way, you, if, you, if, you, if you don't respond to him, it's not that you're a fool out for me. If it was me, I don't know, and maybe that person is not even a marriage person. I that that we have anything to do. What am I trying to bring your mind to? Advice and counsel and way of living can come from any anger, sometimes even from your own self. But Jesus is saying that the best way that you can live your life should be on the promise of His word. That is going to establish you on a sure foundation. Somebody celebrate Jesus with a promise.
wants you to function from a higher dimension, to function on angels' wings. It means that to function from the place of testimony, to function on angels' wings, means to function from the place of power, to function on angels' wings, means to function from the place where you are led by the Spirit of God, where you are delivered from afflictions. And you are carried into places of nourishment. Glory to Jesus Christ. On the wings of angels means that you are also strengthened. Your strength is not from your natural self, but you are strengthened by God. You are strengthened by God. To function on angels' wings means to be defended and to be protected by God. Hallelujah. So God has all these beautiful plans. All these beautiful talks for us. How are we going to achieve all of these things? This morning, I want to share with you on the subject keys to higher heights on a, in, in our year of mountain of Jesus' name. Keys to higher heights. Keys to higher heights. What are the stepping stones that we are going to use to mount up into our into our dimension of soaring of continuous ways? As I was praying throughout the week, wondering the Lord on this first Sunday of the year, because this is very crucial. I don't know that some people they come to church on Easter and then they come on twenty first and they come first Sunday the year and then they have they expect to speak this service school. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So then they disappear. Praise God. So then I have to preach to them all the years since today. Amen and amen. But today you are not part of them. In the name of Jesus. If you are part of them from today you are repenting. Hallelujah. The Lord dropped the message in my spirit. From Second Kings chapter number two, it is just about three or four verses of scripture, and uh, I'm going to just share some few thoughts from there. Second Kings chapter number two, nineteen to twenty-two. The Bible says that and the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is lost and the ground. Verse number 20, and he said, Bring me a new cruise. Statements of that word, a new cruise. And he said, Put salt therein. And they brought it to him. Verse number 21. Mm. Glory to Jesus Christ. And he said, Put on to the and he, he went forth onto the spring of the water, and he cast the salt in it, and he said, Cast fear the Lord. I have healed these waters. If you are here and you are sick, any part of your body be healed now. The fact hear the Lord, I have healed these waters, and there shall not be from this any more death of barrenness on this land. Hallelujah. Now, a little back down to this story. This was just after Elisha had received the anointing of the Spirit of God from Elijah the prophet. You remember in the, from the verse number one, or even you remember prior from uh, chapter Philippians, uh, Philippians, the Bible tells us that God spoke to the prophet Elijah when he was he was so disturbed and so discouraged about how things were going for him that he didn't ask God that God let me die, and the Bible tells us that God asked him to go and anoint certain people to be kings in the city. He was, he was to anoint two kings and then also to anoint uh, Elisha as a prophet in the city. Glory to Jesus Christ. He got to the 
anybody who sees anything on TV or social media and they forget the rock from wounds they were cut. They forget the tree from where they were that they have been attached to. You don't go very far in the kingdom with that mentality. Glory to Jesus Christ. So Elijah continues following. And then the Bible says that when the Spirit of the Lord carried Elijah into heaven, the mantle of Elijah fell. And when it fell, the grace came upon Elijah. This year, we need to receive our grace. And then we need to receive our grace. Now, right after that encounter, the Bible tells us that uh, before you cross the uh, when, when, uh, Elijah, before you recover it, to cross the Jordan River, he used his mantle to pass to touch the water and the water parted into two. My God, I will perform all of this miracle and this miracle very soon this year. Amen and amen. He really is in the teeth of God, right? So, what are you talking about? Amen and amen. <laughs> that is, this, if the Bible prophets, they are dangerous. <laughs> I have always been thinking about this miracle.
We are praying you. You can see this city is properly positioned. This city is in a very, very nice location. Everything is here. You can see the banks are here. You can see, but then there's something wrong on this land. There's something happening. Sometimes you can be in life. Everything seems to be working out for you. But it's a particular area of your life. Nothing seems to be working over there. That was the case of this city. The house that the land is situated in a good place, but the water is a problem over here. Anybody drinks the water over here, the person dies. And because of that, even though the land is properly positioned, the people are good people, yet the dryness of the land. When you plant on the land, nothing seems to work. When you plant in this place, nothing is nothing comes out of the ground. There's no productivity. So the first miracle of Elisha was going to be a miracle of healing and productivity. So God began to speak to me and said that this year I want to work a work in the life of my people that is going to cause them to see productivity, for them to see breakthrough, for them to see progress, and for them to see increase. It was, uh, it, 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 what the Lord is saying is that he wants everybody in this church, every one of his children, to see advancement and increase in their lives. That means that any area of your life that has not been functioning properly, this year God says that he's bringing healing to that area. And out of that same place, productivity, growth, and progress is going to come forth. How is this going to be? A few things. The Bible says that when they told him of the matter, the Bible says that he asked them to bring a new cruise, and then they should put salt in the cruise. So two things that my message is on. Number one, the salt. The salt. And then number two, the fact that he brought a new cruise. What is a cruise? A cruise is, uh, let's say, a boat. Yes, they are we have the boat. And so, a new boat and salt. A new boat and salt. I want to start from the salt aspect. Why salt? Salt is a preservative. I wish you that. Salt also is a, a chemical that can be used to extract poison. Amen and amen. To extract poison out of So somebody can feel bacteria are, are destroying something. When you put salt on it, it's able to kill them and pull out their poison out of fish, out of meat, and out of certain things. I wish you that. So what he's telling us over here is that in this new year, Look into your life. If there are some old habits, poisonous habits, poisonous attitudes, this year you have to get rid of them. Are you understanding me? You cannot expect that with the same lifestyle that you live in 2023, that things were not working for you. You will not change anything about you, and in 2024 you continue them. Maybe there was a certain lifestyle, there were certain sins that you used to commit, there were certain mistakes that you used to make, and you, 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 it, it, it affected you in 2023. It has been affecting you your whole life. In 2024, you must make a decision that I am not going to continue those things. There are many other, you see, everything is operates on the principle of cause and effect. About what about soul, soul you read. There are things that happen in our lives, some depressions that went through, some pains and struggles that went through, which are as a result of the things that we have done, decisions that we have made, mistakes that we have, we, we have, we have the mistakes that we have engaged, and so the manifestation is what caused 
certain misfortunes to take place. We cause certain relationships to break. We close certain doors to us. You must look into your life, examine your life, and in those areas put salt over there. Put salt over there. That thing which is rotten, get the salt of God's word and say that this thing, you need to learn to accept that this thing is a problem. Lord, heal me over here. Look, the Bible tells us that Elijah has been has been passing, passing through that city for all those years. They never came out to tell Elijah that there's a problem over here. But thank God that in the days of Elijah, they were humble enough to accept that our land is a good place, but there's a problem on the land, and we need help. And we need help. Some of us, there are some habits we are not able to stop, and we need somebody to help us, somebody to guide us, somebody to show us the way. Yet we are so proud, we are so afraid in secret. We are suffering in secret. We are suffering. So, I pray to God, and God will help me. You have been praying since 2000 and, 2000, 2019, for Jehovah, 2000 for Jehovah, and you have still not been able to come out of that situation. Even this time, you say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I need somebody to hold my hand in prayer. I need somebody to advise me. I need somebody to be an accountability partner. How you get out? There are some things that you are doing. Certain relationships that you are in. A young lady, a Shiva, a young girl boy, a Shiva, and then you are doing certain things that you know that this thing is not helping your Christianity. It's not helping your work with God. But because you think you are doing it in secret and nobody sees you. Listen, everything that we do in secret has a very and affects our life in the open, whether we like it or not. Whatever like you know, Jesus said that whatever is in secret, one of these days, it shall be broadcast after on the house of And so if you don't work on it now, if you are not careful, a time is going to come, it's going to bring you shame and it's going to bring you disgrace. It's going to bring you shame, it's going to bring you disgrace. So if by the grace of God in 2023, God's mercy shielded you from his grace, don't think that it will be that way forever. Make a decision that, Lord, I want to change this thing. I want to change this thing. Some of us will look into our life, certain poisonous habits, certain poisonous characters. We are full of lies. We can lie for, 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 for all of that. And yes. the politicians are yes. together. And then when, they, when, when you are asked about something, the first thing that comes out of your, out of your mouth is a lie. Don't have poisonous habits, poisonous characters that you need to deal with, poisonous attitudes that you need to deal with. Some of us arrogant. Nobody can talk to us. Nobody can advise us. As for us, when we are walking, even if Jesus Christ comes, Jesus has to, Jesus will have to say that, I think he can't talk to you. Even poisonous attitudes, poisonous attitudes, you must put a soul over there. I think you must put a soul over there. Soul also brings cleansing. How do you know that Santa won't wash, won't wash fruits, won't wash fish, won't wash things? We can use salt to wash it. The salt that the Lord, the salt over there, the Lord is saying that I should, you should share, I should share with the church that we need to work on certain areas of our lives to change them. To change them. Your attitude to work. You are very lazy. 
was that in this year, if we are going to see any progress in our lives, we need to introduce new things into our lives. We need to introduce new things into our lives. God is a God of new things. He's doing new things all the time. And that's the first thing we have tonight. He said, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? But I'm making a way in the desert and strings in the woodland. God is a God of new things. He's a God of new things. This year, look into your life. There are some new things that you need to add. I want to suggest a few new things that you need to add into your life. Number one, have a new vision. Have a renewed vision. Sit down and look into your life. What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be by the end of this year? Which level do you want to be functioning from? It must be a vision that you have. There are many people, the mistake that they make in their life is that they live life without having any plan. They live life without having any vision. There's no proper picture in their mind. Hey, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to become a great person. I want to become great. I want, what is the meaning of grace to you? Are we together? And who, who is a great person? You need to have a clear condition for your life. And not just one area of your life, but every area of your life. Every area of your life. Are we together? Are we together? This year, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? In the area, let's say you, you are trusting God that this year, you get married. You get married. What kind of, if you are a lady, what kind of man do you want to get married to? If you are a man, what kind of woman do you want to get married to? You must have a clear cut vision. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people they perish. How about chapter 2? Um, you read from verse number 2, the Lord answered and said, Write the vision. God is a God of vision. If you go to him, you give you a vision. Write the vision. He said, I'll make it plain on tables that he may run and read it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and not lie. Don't be tired, wait for it. It will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. I declare that the vision of God for you will not tarry. Have a vision concerning your life, regarding the various areas of your life. Look at your business. At what level has it got into? And where do you want it to be? What do you want to achieve in your business in this year? Write it down. Write it down. In your Christian life, in your spiritual life, your prayer life, your Bible study life, what picture do you have concerning the end? Have a specific vision, a specific picture in mind. A vision is a mental picture of a desired end. A mental picture of a desired end. There can be natural vision and there can be supernatural vision. The ones that always bring increase are supernatural ones. Go to God and God, help me to see as you see. Give me a vision for my life. Give me a vision for my Christianity. Open my eyes. Let me see as you want me to see. This year, 2024, is a year that God is making available for those who carry vision. It's a year that God wants to help those who carry vision. Because this year, if we are going to live on an, inter- on an intentional platform, are we together? We are not going to live our lives on the basis of time. No, 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 no. You are students, you want to become the best in your class. This year, you can become the best. 
Oh, I said this year you can become the best. I said this year you can become the best. You are a, a, a worker. You want to become the best worker at your workplace. This year you, it can happen life if you be intentional about it. You be intentional about it. Are we together? I said, are we together? I said, are we together? You must have a vision. Write it down. And when you write it down, every now and then think about your vision. The reason why most people are not able to achieve vision is because they don't think about it a lot. They, don't, they just write it down or have a vision. And whenever somebody is, when somebody is looking to ask them about their vision, that is when they are they will produce their vision. But a vision is for you to be thinking about often. It's to be thinking about often. And the more you think about it, the more ideas come. You have a vision that is here, you want to build a house. You want to have a property, you must think about it more. How is this going to be done? How am I going to achieve this thing? Think about it a lot. A vision that you don't focus on, that you don't meditate on, it is no vision at all. It's an idea. It's not a vision. It's not a vision. A vision is something that drives you, that pushes you, that tears you out. And so even when you get an idea, you can build on it, meditate on it until it becomes a vision. Yeah, it becomes a vision. When it moves into that dimension of vision, it moves from just giving me a picture, it becomes a play movie. Now you begin to see how the thing is supposed to manifest. God begins to drop it in your mind. Talk to this person about it. Do this thing about research on this thing. Gradually, gradually, gradually. Before the end of the year, when you face top of the year, you see that I have been able to achieve so many things in my life. I'm able to achieve this, achieve that, achieve that, achieve that. People of God, that is how God has helped us from the beginning of this church up to now. And this year, there are some visions that God is giving me concerning this church. And I've started thinking about this every day. Thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Glory to Jesus Christ. Sometimes you'll be seated over there, you cannot even sleep. And I know that in the midst of all of these things, God is empowering me with grace to see manifestation. So your kiss day. So your kiss day. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This year will do great things. I said this year will do great things. This year will not sit down for the age spot by nothing to do. This year we are going to see the biggest testimonies in the church. We are going to see cripples walking in the church. We are going to see the blind seeing in the church. We are going to see deaf ears open in the church. We are going to see people receiving unusual appointments in their lives this year. This year we are going to see unusual manifestations. That is the vision that God has put in my spirit. Yes, this year the things that some of us have been waiting for for many years are receiving. It's with you. You have been waiting and praying and nothing seems to be happening. Listen, that challenge is not just a challenge, it's my challenge as well. Some of us, I look at us and I see the way suddenly, since I know the certain manifestations are not being happening in our life, that so we are not breaking through. When I sit down, I think about it. I worry about it. I pray about it. I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned about your marriage. I'm concerned about the things that are happening in your life. I'm concerned about the fact that it's as though you are not taking a, a, a stable job that I even pay you 5,000 Ghana cities. I'm concerned about it. And in the midst of this concern, and I put it before the Lord in prayer, God says that He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Some of us think that education has come to an end. Listen, 
They are programmed to waste your time. And while they are wasting your time, they are making money. Oh, I would hear that. They are making money. All these people in front of the world, they are content created. They are making money from us. Do you understand me? Anytime we click, anytime we start with our business, I see Lay your bed, nice. You know there's something 
bend that house to strap by your life. Wow. Okay. Tell me. Oh, that. it's true. When you lay your bed, all of a sudden, it, it, it helps you to be organized in the room now. It's when you lay your bed, it, I read it somewhere, and it's true. Yeah. When you lay your bed, it helps you to see the other things in the room that are doing your right place. But when your bed is not laid, everything else, even your own mind, people will lay their power. Do you know that soldiers, that's what they trained them to do? Yeah. Uh, where well, well, you went for training them? They know that. Everyone has people, it's the very well important thing to do. Okay. Am I, am I, how many months were you uh, trained? Six months. And what, what, one of the first things that they taught you is what? Mm-hmm. Then, do your best. She went for training, but I said, Sorry, she came back, she had become a girlfriend. Now she had got her. Yeah. <laughs> 
we made instruments of unrighteousness. Come on, lift up your voice, everybody. Lift up your voice, everybody. Oh, Lord, help us. Lift up your voice. I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.emenezaokolipa.com or call 0546-36-3957. God bless you.